For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, we're back. David and Travis Ware as your hosts of the UCLA Men's Basketball Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. It is Saturday, November 16th, and the Bruins are coming off their third straight win of the season against the UNLV Running Rebels. Dave, let's get started. Yeah, it was a... Awesome game against the UNLV running Rebels this past night. Um, I think probably their best game of the of the year. Obviously, they looked great. They controlled the tempo of the game the whole time. They controlled the tempo, I think, three-quarters of the game. Um, second half, kind of a couple letdowns, but that's to be expected. They came out with so much energy in the first half. Um, you're going to have a little drop here and there. But I think a lot of things we touched on leading up to this game that we talked about in the, po- in the pregame analysis – um, they executed great. One of the keys that we talked about was their ability to come out and play with energy from the start, which they did. They jumped on the run Rebels uh, from from the tip. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was 5-5, five, 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 and then it jumped up to 19-5. to five They put them on their heels early. Yeah. I think some of the keys to the game that we had talked about was they're focusing on one-on-one defense, which they did. UNLV only had four guys that scored the ball, um, only shot the ball 30% from three, 38% from the field. The two guys that they needed to key in on were Tillman at the four spot and then Hardy at the guard spot. Tillman had a decent game of 18-7, and seven, but Hardy, uh, he only finished with 13, which he's normally around 20 uh, points a game. One on six of 17 shooting, one for se- six from the three. Exactly. So, so that, that just goes to show you're forcing him into some tough shots. That was good, but... What stood out to me was just the intensity that the Bruins were showing around the three-point line, getting the passing lanes, getting deflections early, and then getting out and running. You could uh, you could tell, I think, from their game plan that they were keying on those two guys. And UNLV is more of a one-on-one team. So once they established that and they locked in on those two guys, their defense really locked down. In that show, because they were able to get out in transition and get mm-hmm. some easier buckets than they haven't really seen mm-hmm. in the first two games of the season. Yeah, we were, I think, kind of forced to grind out a lot of our offense in the half court in the first two games, which I think we were effective at doing because we we do have a very well-balanced attack. Um, But it was good to see us getting out in transition and getting a lot of easy buckets, quick buckets, and, and capitalizing on strong defense. Yeah, so overall a great a great showing from the Bruins. I thought definitely their best showing of the year so far, which is to be expected as they get more comfortable as the season goes on. What I think I also like too is uh, Riley and uh, Hill were, were very good rim protectors yeah. in that first half of the game, um, getting a lot of blocks above the rim, deterring a lot of those guards from coming into the paint, forcing the UNLV to kick out to uh, shooters, which they didn't have a lot of. So... Hill and, Hill and Riley really stood out to me as, as very solid rim yeah, protectors. And we didn't really game. talk about this, but the fact that they did start that big lineup, mm-hmm. um, it looked great. It did. They, they looked a lot of energy. Um, Chris Smith got quite a few deflections around, on the perimeter uh, at the three spot, getting yeah. in the lane, using his length. And then again, like I just said, Riley and 
Riley and uh, Hill. Beating the Running Rebels on the glass again by eight, uh, 27 to 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, having... I think that was re- and that re- really sparked us early on. I felt that not only were we getting out in transition, but we were crashing the glass hard on the offensive end. Their bigs are so athletic, not only vertically, but also laterally, being able to stay in front of guards and shut down those holes that you see in the lane sometimes that um, these uh, these opposing guards can get in. But our bigs are really shutting those down, making it hard for teams to penetrate and get easy looks at the rim and then cleaning up the glass on those misses too. I really like that big lineup. It looked really good last night. Um, I'm excited to see that going forward. But the cohesiveness of the team was uh, spot on. Yeah, I I think that was very clear to see throughout the course of the game. Let's talk about the offensive end a little bit and what we saw um, from the Bruins, especially in the first half, getting out to a really good start. Um, it's crazy to me because... Oh, well, let's just start off. The Bruins shot 49% from the field, and they shot 43 um, 43.5% from the three-point line and 81% from the line. All, uh, all, all great stats for the Bruins. Yeah. One of the things that stood out to me was the fact that our arguably our two best players from last game, Hill and Bernard, they had very slow games. Uh, Hill didn't score in the first half. I don't know if Bernard scored at all this game, but... We had so many other guys step up. That's still we had eight guys, seven guys that scored. Uh, that scored for eight guys that scored for us. Well, Chris Smith coming off Chris, a career high. 16. Chris Smith had sixteen. Tiger got back to his normal aggressive scoring self. He had fifteen points as well as four assists. Prince Ali fourteen points, four assists, and also shout out to Jaime getting his first career bucket. Yep. that really sparked a lot of aggressiveness out of eight him. points, four rebounds, and a block in nineteen minutes. Very productive. Um, two for three from the three point line. Um, I lo- like, loved what he brought to the game. But you saw. You saw what happened once he knocked down that first three in the corner. I think the very next possession, he ended up getting the ball. He uh, he had a strong drive into the middle with a turnaround jump shot for a nice uh, two-point play. I think once he saw that first one drop, um, that put him at ease a little bit, and we're going to start seeing a little more aggressiveness out of Jaime. I mean, the kid's a natural scorer. He's averaged 30-plus points his last year in high school. So you see one drop, and you score the bucket like that in high school, you're going to be able to score the bucket in college as well. Um, just loved his aggressiveness and his assertiveness and just overall how comfortable he looked on the court. Yeah, but if he can if he can chip in six or you know five to eight points for us a game, that's yeah. going to be a nice little spark off the bench for us and, and a guy who could come in and knock down open threes. I mean, at the very least, have him come in and be a respectable shooter to have guys keep uh, keep the defense honest to open up the lane for our other guys Yeah, um, once and spread again, the defense. I think we saw Tiger get back to his normal aggressive scoring ways, having 15 points. Um, three for four from three was good. And again, great job getting into the lane, facilitating the offense, finding shooters on the outside. Yep. Um, that's, he, you know, he's very poised. He's a very steady point guard for us. And I think when he could play like that, we're going to have very strong performances on the offensive end. And Prince Ali got out to um, a little bit of a slow start, but had 10 in the second half. Um, love how he's catching and shooting, shot th- six threes, which is only going to help him out and the team out made two of them uh, just love the fact that he's shooting those comfortably and, and knocking them down you know uh, what i think is pretty obvious to see right now with the bruins is 
they're starting to get comfortable with their identity and we're starting to, to see them playing much more relaxed in their roles as a team and as individuals. Exactly. Guys are guys aren't hesita- hesitating to shoot open shots and that that's what we're seeing. I think what we talked about in the first few episodes was these guys need to shoot open shots when we get them uh, when because the opportunity them. of getting better shots as you get further into the shot clock isn't as high. But yeah, exactly. And these guys are just much more comfortable now. They're, you know, the first cup, the first few games are out of the way. That emotion, that yeah. emotion is behind them. You kind of, they're starting to, they're starting to play aggressive and, and more comfortable. Early on in the season, a pecking order is kind of established as far as lineups and minutes, and some guys press because they want to establish themselves as guys that are going to get like the majority of the minutes. Yeah. But when you guys settle down and you get comfortable of just taking open shots and moving the ball and just keeping the game simple and not having the added pressure, it really opens it up. And I think that's what we saw uh, last night from the I Bruins. thought the ball was moving really well. There wasn't a lot of holding the ball and indecisiveness uh, from you know from guys shooting open shots and, and guys just holding the ball trying to go one-on-one. So I thought our offense flowed very well. Um, and again, I think just... The confidence aspect, it's like the Bruins were playing with a little bit of swagger this game. Like, they were confident in who they were. You see this culture forming within within the team of, of a group that's going to be very sound and very hard-nosed defensively. And then the offensive end, I think we're starting to see potentially, you know, them exceeding a lot of expectations of, like we said, we didn't know if they were going to be a great shooting team, but... Shoot, I, I, what, I don't know. You what shoot we, above 40% from three. We're shooting above 40% from three the last couple of games. Yeah. Guys are knocking down open you got shots multiple at a high guy, rate. You got multiple 40, uh, 40% plus three-point shooters now. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to help the Bruins offensively as the season goes on. Uncharacteristically, we did have 17 turnovers. Uh, we had been taking care of the ball. Uh, you wouldn't have known it, though, because of our high percentage uh, of shots that we made and just the overall point spread uh, generally when you turn but the ball over I that think much. after the game that's probably what do you think coach Cronin's message to the team was following this game do you think he was pleased with the performance oh absolutely I don't think he he might have not even brought up the turnover aspect just because the Bruins were so I think sound defensively for the most part and, and they were aggressive on Off- the offensive yeah. end, pushing the pace and, I think that's what he wants to see he probably praised them um and was extremely pleased with the way they performed. I think, I mean, looking at that game, I was extre- I was very impressed with what I saw. I mean, he said after the game, he said, if you hold teams down like that defensively, you're going to win a lot of games. And he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bruins' identity is going to be, I think, a defensive one this season, which is you need to have an identity if you're going to be successful at the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about last episode when we brought up that this is a team that's performing above – uh, their preseason rank of finishing eighth in the Pac-12. Yeah. I think they looked like a top twenty-five in the seat in um, for the season. Yeah, or, or, that's or, what I'm I was sorry. They looked like a top twenty-five team across the country yeah. because you know we've watched a lot of college basketball so far. I thought what what the Bruins have shown, what the Bruins have shown through the first three games of the, of regular season is they are performing at that level. They ha- they do have a very sound identity, um, and they I think they show. All the characteristics of being a top 25 team. We talked about in our first show not overlooking opponents early on in the year, taking it game by game, and not losing the ones that you need to win. And the Bruins are taking care of that so far. They are beating the teams that they need to beat pre-conference. We have 
Southern, also, we have Southern Utah coming up, and then we're going to be heading into the Maui Invitational. We're really going to look to see where the Bruins kind of stand on a national scale against some of the t- top-ranked teams in the country. But what I also like to see out of the Bruins through these first three games is I've, I'm seeing steady improvements game by game. I'm not seeing any step backs. They're yeah. building off of the mistakes. They're learning how to play off of one another. And I feel like we're, we're constantly getting better. But... We, like back when we were playing at UCLA, remember that confidence you got as you start to as you start to win. You rattle off some wins. We, you get some wins. You're playing really good uh, defensive, and that's leading to offense. Um, you, that confidence is contagious. And when you see a guy being aggressive on the offensive end, mm-hmm. or a guy diving on the floor, or uh, or getting a couple blocks around the blocks around the rim, that sparks your own aggressiveness on the offensive end and the defensive end too. And I th- I feel the Bruins are are feeding off of one another right now, and um, that's it's it's pretty evident to see. And that's when a team becomes dangerous is when you start to get that confidence and you start yeah. to realize like. Shit, like these guys are. We starting, got, we got it. We got a real, we got a solid team. This I think, year. yeah, these guys are starting to understand that that they're legit, mm-hmm. and I think soon enough they're gonna get that top twenty-five, you know, ranking in front of their name, you yeah. know, on the when it comes uh, on the TV, and that's even gonna boost their confidence. Confidence. I'm sorry, boost their confidence even more, and um, you know, I I can't wait to see this Bruins team against a team of the likes of Michigan State or Kansas, mm-hmm. uh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, North Carolina. Those are just a couple of the yeah the big uh, pre-conference names we got coming up on our schedule. Yeah. So, again, very very promising game from the Bruins uh, last night against UNLV. Love what I saw. Would you know? Just really want to see them continue with what they're doing, um, continue to build off of this win. The one thing I could say maybe to improve on next game is to cut down on some of the turnovers, shot the ball at high percentages across the board, yeah. and then continue to out-rebound teams and let that I mean, be our J- identity. Yeah, Jalen Hill had uh, five of those turnovers. It was just uncharacteristic. Mm-hmm. You could anticipate him k- taking care of the ball. Um, that's just an anomaly right there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, if you had to give um, a player the game, who would it go to? I would say Chris Smith, just because of you know his all-around performance. Eight rebounds tied for the Bruins' uh, leading rebounder for this game. Two offensive boards, two steals. I really liked what he was doing on the perimeter defensively, getting his uh, length and yeah, arms he, into the passing using lanes. his frame and that athletic mm-hmm. ability to only disrupt. two. You know, he played tw- thirty minutes, only two turnovers, took care of the ball. That was great. Six for ten from the field. Super efficient. Very efficient. And again, I, I like the fact that I saw him, you know, shooting some three-point shots when he when he was open, and then being effective putting the ball on the ground. Uh, my player of the game is going to be Prince Ali. Slow start in the first half, but coming out and having 10 points in the second, shooting the three, knocking down two of them, going 100% from the free throw line, matching a career high in steals with four, um, and going along with four assists as well. So overall, great game from Prince Ali. Uh, loved his energy. Uh, we're going to need him to do that night in and night out if we're going to be the team that we want to be this year. So um, overall, extremely pleased with the Bruins' effort, extremely pleased with the Bruins' performance. Um, looking forward to our game against Southern Utah. I think 
one thing that we needed to concentrate more on the second half was we had a couple opportunities to put him away, um, but we let him hang around a little too long, which, you know. They got within nine. They got within nine, but, I mean, I think at one point we were up, you know, 15, 16. The first half at one point we were up 22. Um, I would have liked him to just seen him pull away in the second half and stop because we had the opportunities. We, we got a couple stops and we had the opportunities to come down and capitalize on the offensive end and go up 14, 15, 16. But we took a couple rushed bad shots. But towards the last six, seven minutes of the game, we really saw them get stops on the defensive end and then execute really well on the offensive end. So that was, that was one thing I saw that they could have slightly done better in the second half. Just, uh, realizing time and score and, and the opportunities to really bury a team when you can. I mean, when you look at good teams play, they put away they put away teams that they need to beat and they I in my mind that win was never in doubt. They always kept uh the running rebels at arm's length. Uh, closest it got was 9 after their mm-hmm. after their 5-5 tie in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um so great great game. Um super happy with the Bruins. Okay, moving on to the Bruins' next opponent, the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. Coming off a loss to BYU, but 2-1-1 on the season, the Thunderbirds are going to be a formidable opponent and a team that the Bruins should not overlook or take lightly. Dave, what can we anticipate? This is a game for the Bruins that they need to take very seriously and build off of what they did against UNLV. Um, they, this, they can't be overlooking this team thinking that they're the same team they were a year ago when they finished 17 and 17 and 4 and 12 on the road. Like you said, they are 2 and 1. They beat Nebraska by 1 and 2 OTs and they lost by only 5 to BYU on the road. They in that first game at or in their game against Nebraska, they had five guys score in double digits. Their big Dwayne Morgan had 19 and 11 and against BYU, they had eight guys tally points. So they have multiple multiple guys that can score the ball. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a game that the Bruins need to to build off of and not and not take lightly. You said it. Uh, the Bruins really need to continue to establish their culture and their identity in this game and come out and what Mick Cronin emphasized in their game against UNLV, coming out with a bunch of energy. They need to come out and establish their dominance early on in this game and I think they'll be fine. Uh, beat them on the glass. Um, get in the passing lanes. Get in get the passing lanes. It's a team that looks to have struggled to score a little bit against BYU and Nebraska. Uh, continue to establish your dominance on that side of the court and to make the easy plays offensively. But I think this is a game for the Bruins to continue to build upon. You know, we we were there. You you come off a solid win where you feel like you're playing at your best basketball or, or your best basketball up to the point in the season. This and this you, is a trap game yes, for me. I think, like you said, like I was saying, you, you're feeling good. You're playing a team like Southern Utah, and you think, okay, we should beat these guys by 20. Um, that's when you get in a little bit of trouble. And you slip up. You, you, don't you, come, you overlook you, an opponent. You don't come up with energy. You, you come out slow, and then midway through the game, you're like, damn, we got ourselves a ball game here when it, should not, it shouldn't be a ball game. They need to put them away from the start like they get into UNLV and then um, continue to build off of what they're trying to do. I love the Bruins' energy they came out with against UNLV. They looked like the dominant and the better team right from the jump mm-hmm. I want that I want to see that in their game against the Thunderbirds I want to recognize 
that the Bruins are the better team three minutes into that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no steps back. We're always progressing. We're trying to build off of each and every game. Um, again, this game is Monday night, Poly Pavilion, 8 p.m. Everyone go out there and show your support. Let's, uh, let's try and get to 4-0. and Yep, looking forward to it. Thank you all for tuning in today. See you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.